Hey, my normies and non-normies for the second time. I don't know how I messed myself up with the mic, but I did, and nothing that I did was working. It would not, would not give me my microphone back, and I don't know why, but it was annoying me, because I could hear the music, but I couldn't hear my microphone, and that was just, like, annoying. I just, it was like... Why can't I hear myself talking? I'm not going to waste my, my time just talking to thin air and have you guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Listening to nothing but thin air. But I'm back. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And let's talk about our parenting. And let's talk about our mental illness. And let's talk about everything underneath the sink. Okay? Oh, yes. Let's talk about this. So, listen. So, when I took my little hiatus for them four days, I really did not go on to none of the social networks, right? Because I was really just spending time with the kids and off of this property and really just trying to work on figuring out why um, this depression and why is nothing working for this depression. Like nothing that I normally do. My affirmation and my manifestation and all these things um, were like a band-aid pretty much. They're band-aiding, they're covering it like a band-aid, but it's not really doing what it normally does. So I happened to get on social network after I returned the car, I was like, all right, back to my normal life I go. So back to my platforms. I got to start creating my content again. You know, I got to, you know, get on my A game. But I didn't feel good on Monday. I guess my body was like, all right, woman, you didn't drove me crazy. So I need time. And then yesterday I had a doctor's appointment. And that just drained me out even more. So I got nothing done the last two days. But today... I was sitting at my desk and I'm doing my typical morning routine, my affirming, my manifestation. I'm sitting here like, all right, I'm really not going to let this this depression win. You feel me? Like, I did take them four days off this property to regroup and get my mind together. And I'm not going to let that money go to waste because then basically I wasted that money for no reason. I could have used that money on something else. You know, like other things that we needed. But we all needed time off of this property because we are all tired of being on here. Like, the only one that gets off of this property... Like, the only one that gets off of this property is Delano when he goes to school. And, um, Biva whenever she walks to the store. So, um, what was I saying? Biva just distracted me. Um, yeah, so, like, I need, I needed this. I needed this. But, but keeps ask, kept acting, keeps asking to go to the park. And things like that. And that was the only way I was going to be able to take her. So, I do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I do what I do for my kids. You feel me? And I know we all need a mental break off of here. I mean, off of here. Off of this property and out of this room. And if I allow the depression to kick in, then that means I wasted that money pretty much. You feel me? So, I'm like, this morning I woke up and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to be in a bad mood. I'm not. I just took four days off of this property. I'm going to still hold on to that little bit of high that I have and that energy that I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I recharge my battery. All right. I'm not going to be in no bad mood. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let whatever, you know, get me down. So, yeah. Then I remembered about y'all and I'm like, oh, snap. I got to remember to do that live at 11. Did I have my little technical difficulties? And my typical normal self would be already irritated by now. I'd have been like, forget y'all. I'm not going back up there. Or I would have just been like spazzing in a bad mood and irritated. But I'm not going to let that happen because I just took four days off of this property. And I'm not going to let myself go backwards. I'm going to fall forward, not backwards. And I'm not going to allow it to interrupt um, my feelings and my emotions. And I really don't know who that is calling me. My feelings and my emotions and disturbing me and and putting me in a bad mood. Especially when I got off of this property so I can try to get in a better mood. But that's where the conversation that I was talking about, the environment, is really important. And I never really thought about it that way before. Like, I never really paid no mind to my environment before. Um, I never really, before living here, okay, and before living in the previous spot before here, I never really paid no mind how much my environment really affected, like, my moods and my emotions. I never realized how important it really 
is like if you're not happy where you are how do you expect to be happy anywhere else you can't like if you're frustrated where you are then you're gonna be frustrated everywhere else like how are you going to um succeed you know anywhere else like if you're not happy where you're supposed to be safe where it's supposed to be your like you know what i'm saying your domain your husa like you need somewhere to be able to go and relax and not have to worry about the rest of the world or care if the rest of the world is you know out there doing whatever it's doing you at least have a safe haven that's what it's supposed to be that's how it should be and i realized that you know as of recently how important that environment is when it comes to your mindset because man i don't know honestly being in a place where your mind isn't being like nurtured and it just feels the pressure it's not it's not good it's definitely not a good space not at all not a space that you want to be in that's why it's always good to make sure that your environment is providing you what you need that is imperative and it's important and i learned that and i'm still learning it on my own mind you not because somebody else done taught me but i'm learning this joint on my own and I'm learning it the hard way. The hard way. The very hard way. Because, you know, I'm stubborn. I'm very stubborn and hard-headed. <laughs> I've always been stubborn and hard-headed. I don't need it no more. I've always been stubborn and hard-headed. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm getting sidetracked with the kids. It's like my ADHD is not on focus right now. And, um, I can't, like, I can't stay focused. And I'm, I guess it's also because I'm trying not to let my technical difficulties from earlier, um, you know, get the best of me. So, I'm not really that darn focused. I'm trying to be focused for y'all, but it's just like... I ain't all that darn focused. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really not. Like, I feel like I'm all over the place right now, which is not a good thing. It really ain't a good look. But I'm kind of always all over the place, but I'm a little organized all over the place. Um, then it don't help that my my doctor, my psychiatrist, my um, he left the practice. So I'm in the process of finding another psychiatrist because now I just found out he's kind of a famous. He's becoming a famous doctor now. Um, he be doing these lives on um, Facebook now. He's originally from, I guess, California. I didn't know because we do telehealth. And um, I guess he's becoming big. And that's why he left the practice. So, I got, like, don't really have all my meds like that, I guess you could say. So, kind of focusing myself right now until I can get those. Um, my meds for focus work more than they work for my bipolar or anything else. So I can't say that. Like when I do take meds for the ADHD, like for my focus, they do help me retain more focus. I can stay like on track longer than what I normally do when I'm not on something. But I feel like today is trying to be a backwards day for me and I'm refusing to let it happen. So my mind is really trying to stay on focus and I'm using too much pressure. I guess I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself. So my focus is just like not everywhere. I mean, is everywhere. Y'all yeah, just function with me here. Y'all know I'm an all over the place person. If y'all listen to my podcast, if y'all watch my YouTubes, y'all know already I'm an all over the place person. But I try to make these lives not be all over the place. I try to have them organized. Then again, that wouldn't be me if I do that, though. Like, it definitely would not be me if I try to be somebody else. And I don't think it would look cool 
and I just don't think it would work out if I really try to be somebody that I'm not. But I am an unorganized, organized person, though. I can say that. If you really do pay attention to my unorganized madness, it is organized. <sighs> I guess you just have to have a brain like mine to see it. But environment. That's why I'm trying to get out of here. Still haven't been able to find nowhere to go. But my brain is screaming, free me, free me, free me, free me. <laughs> it needs to be freed from this environment. Um, I know I got a couple of things accomplished, though, while we had the car. So I, I can't change my license to the license to this state until I get my birth certificate. Because go, go my brain, right? Go the type of mom that I am. When I left the state of Connecticut, I left with everybody's birth certificate, except moi. I did not have mine. Go figure, I'd be leaving the state of Connecticut without my birth certificate. I did the same thing when we went on the cruise. I left my birth certificate at the house. I had to have Lovey send a picture of it when he made it back to the house. And then they printed out the picture and they allowed me to get on the crew on the boat with the picture of my birth certificate. But um obviously I can't do that here to get my license switched over. So being able to be mobile, it allowed me to print out the application, like go get the money order, go do everything on my own without having to wait to see who can do me the favor or figure out how I was gonna pull it off. So that is out as soon as I can get my birth certificate i'm trying to get my license switched over so i can see about buying a car since the van has now officially been totaled according to lovey the parking lot that it was sitting in supposedly a tree fell on it and now i have no mode of transportation at all so now i have to try to buy a van and then not only am I going to have to try to buy the van, then I'm going to try to convert the van so I can put the wheelchair in it. Because my wheelchair should be coming should be coming by this week or next week, but this week is like halfway done. And I didn't get a call to set up the appointment, so I don't know what's going on, but they said a delivery shouldn't have taken no more than two to three weeks. And I swore that was two weeks ago, but then again, my time frame with my brain, things, um, you know, don't seem right. So don't quote me on that. But yeah, now I have to try to see how I can buy transportation. Taking these days off and getting off of this property as well it allowed me to do a lot of thinking and i realized that a lot of the situations that i put myself in was because i was too busy helping other people like right now i have no car all because i was helping somebody else that person asked to borrow the car never got it back I mean, every situation that I've pretty much happened to have been in, in my life has always pretty much been because I've helped somebody else. Not necessarily because I'm a reckless person or because my mental health makes me a reckless person. No, it makes me too kind. Which is why in turn, I dislike people. Because sometimes my radar isn't always the best and I get fooled pretty much and I think mental health plays a part in that because sometimes we're so afraid of not being accepted or understood that we tend to do extra or go overboard or give more than what we should because we don't want to lose those that we have in our lives I guess you can say not necessarily lose them but like I don't know how to explain it. It's not that you want to lose them, but you try to keep those that you love and you care about happy. 
um, especially when you know you're a handful. So you try to compensate where you can't compensate at. And in turn, I feel like I've made a lot of really retarded decisions because of that. And if I would have probably accepted myself the way that I am sooner, probably wouldn't have made a lot of those decisions. Or I would have been a lot smarter about it than what I was, I guess you can say. Um, yeah, definitely been a lot smarter. Now I got to pick up pieces again. My life before this was not this complicated. It was not easy either, but it wasn't complicated as it is now. I was on my own doing everything like I am now, but it wasn't as complicated as it is now. Um, ending up in a wheelchair makes everything a lot more complicated. I can't just get up and go. Or I can't just get up and get a second job and say, all right, let's get out of here. Like, let me just work all these hours so that we can get on our feet. I can't do what I normally would do. That affects my ability to parent as well because then it makes me feel less of a parent. Since I'm not able to provide, like, being able to door dash these last four days and getting some income that I worked for made me feel like okay I can definitely provide for my kids you know what I'm saying like I can definitely if I had transportation I can provide for my kids I can go buy the clothes I can go get what they need <clears throat> I just need the ability you know I need the things that I need to do what I gotta do and that's where everything falls in at not being able to have it and that's where the mental health comes in and kicks in and starts getting ready to kick my behind and that's where it starts kicking me down. Like, oh, well, if you had two good legs, you could do this, you could do that. You know, you can go back to work, two jobs. Like, right now, honestly speaking, if we weren't in a motel and if we were in our own apartment, we would be fine because I would be working from home. I would have went and gotten my contract back and I'd be working from home. We would not be needing anything financially. Like, you guys would be hearing so many different things coming from, you know, us probably even being able to do more probably would have already had a car but I mean it is what it is things happen for a reason there's a reason to every season right sometimes you have to go to one season in order to get to where you need to be so I'm holding on to that faith that this season is going to end soon we're going to get to that blessing that I don't know what other words were going to come out of my mouth. They just stopped. Sorry, y'all. Don't know what the heck else I was about to say. It was in, in my thoughts and it just did not come out of my mouth. But the environment plays a big part. Make sure your home is that your home. Don't bring anything negative into it. If you have stress from work, try to leave that at work. Don't bring that home. Let that be your safe haven. I mean, I've learned so hard that your home has to be your safe haven. Like, you have to have somewhere where you feel safe, where you feel comfortable. It's too much pressure on your mind if you don't. Like, your mind is very powerful, like I constantly say. And if the neurologist is right, and a lot of this that I'm going through plays a part in my mental health, then I'm hoping one day I can get my legs back. I'm hoping one day I could, you know what I'm saying, have my mental health get back to what it was before. Because whatever it's going through now is, is affecting completely all parts of my body. Like yesterday... Normally, I'm pretty okay, like, going to the doctor and being able to walk from the car to the door and then sit down when I get inside. Yesterday, my legs were shaking so bad. Like, I had to walk like a darn turtle. And I couldn't take the walker because I didn't have the strength 
to utilize the walker it would have taken more energy and it would have taken a lot more like just a lot more out of me if I definitely would have um used the walker so I just thugged it out and walked it real slow but when things like that happen I'm always afraid I'm gonna fall um it's happened a couple times where I've almost fallen and that just reminds me of like how how hard I work to just do the simplest things but I refuse to give up on doing them if that makes sense like I could easily be like F it I'm not going it is what it is like I'm not gonna make it like I can't walk I'm gonna cancel I'm gonna reschedule I was waiting for that appointment for three weeks so if I would have scheduled rescheduled I would have to wait for a whole other three weeks but I went what it didn't go how I wanted to because I originally went to try to get an emotional support letter so that I can start getting my dog to become an emotional support dog but my doctor has a particular issue against pit bulls and as soon as I said it was a pit bull he refused and here he goes with the oh pit bulls attack they're just attack dogs and this and that and all they do and da 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 he triggered the daylight out of me like I literally had to be like listen I understand what you are saying, but not all dogs are the same. Like, I'm really getting really tired and frustrated about hearing you pretty much say that my dog is an attack dog. And you sat here and blamed me for letting my kids get attached to this dog. Well, this dog is what's keeping my kids from losing their mind. So, what did you want me to do? Like, my kids, you don't understand what we're going through. Like, this dog has kept my kids from losing their mind. This dog has kept me from having big episodes, like seriously big episodes. I've been in the middle of talking while being triggered and not even realize that I'm triggered and I'm starting to stutter and she'll come up and she'll put her mouth right at my chin to stop me from talking. And I don't realize it until she does it. And at first I get irritated because I'm like, little witch, what the fuck are you doing? And then I realize what she's doing and I'll stop. And I'll like start getting ready to calm down. And she won't get off of me until she senses that I have calmed down. And when I calm down, then she jumps down and she just sit in front of me so I can pet her. And until she feels comfortable that I'm comfortable, then she'll leave my side. But until she's not comfortable that I'm okay, she won't leave my side. And she does the same thing with Beba. When Beba's having her autism moments and or she's falling into a slight little depression or her autism is just really bad and she's not focused and she's just having a really bad, really bad day, she's on her like white on rice and she won't leave her side for nothing. Like she's literally on her where she'll jump on her to make sure that Beba's cuddling her. To make sure Beva is, you know, petting her, patting her, just somehow Beva's touching her. Like, we didn't teach this dog to do none of these things. This dog learned her family. And this dog learned what her family needs. Just like she learned Delano and his autism and how Delano plays and how Delano doesn't play. At first, she didn't like it. She used to bark and nip at him. And she would nip him and nip him and now she finally understands him and understands that that's just who he is it's his autism so now she doesn't nip at him now when she wants to play with him she nips him when she wants to play he at first didn't understand that that's what she was doing it and now that he gets it now he plays with her you know what i'm saying instead of getting mad and frustrated like this dog has learned our family and learned our mental illness and has learned how to function with our illnesses in such a manner that why would I not want to get her trained to be a emotional support dog? Why would I allow somebody to speak about her in such a negative manner when she's far from an attack, an attack dog? 
when she's far from being aggressive. I understand a lot of people have such a bad image on pit bulls, but any breed can be aggressive depending on how you raise them. It has nothing to do with the breed itself. It's the environment. Once again, the environment. The environment. Okay? It's the environment. Because Koa is the most lovable dog ever. Don't get me wrong. I know that if we ever feel like we're in danger, Koa will do what she has to do. Because if strangers come to the door, she looks at our reaction first. Before she even does anything. Unless the stranger then came in with somebody that she already knows that we know and we're comfortable with then she'll be okay but if it's somebody that we don't know and she's never seen before she's literally she'll stand next to us and i've watched her she'll look at our faces she'll look at our body language she'll wait to see what our reaction is before she does anything she will not go towards the person she will not move she'll be right by our side and she's waiting for us to see our interaction with that person. If our interaction with that person is okay, then that's when she gets all happy-go-lucky and all friendly and all wanna be jumpy-jumpy all over that person and, and all this other stuff. But if she feels that the interaction is not okay, she's right by our side. Like, we have to hold her by the collar, but she's right by our side. We hold her by the collar, obviously, because I don't want her to run when we're not the doors and we have to go chase her. Two, I don't want to take any chances because, again, I don't know what the person on the other side of that door's intentions are. And Koa may read something that we don't read, and I don't want her to, you know what I'm saying, act on it. That's just any dog. That does not have to do with the fact that she's a pit bull. That's just any dog. Any dog that's protective of their family and they feel that you're a danger to them, they're going to be um, protective. So, outside of that, though, she's not at all in any shape way or form her canines were are are very sharp it took her five months she's six months wait isn't koa six months already now baby we missed it oh shoot we did oh we missed her six months it was two days ago yeah it was two days ago it was on monday when we returned to rental um she's six months now but it took her three months for her to figure out how to how to play without having her canines nip us or hurt us no it took us two months it took her two months actually two months to figure out because she would hurt lyrical or she would hurt you know one of us when she was playing with us because her canines are that sharp and you would see her retrieve with her ears pulled back her head down and she would retrieve and wait until you called her and wait until you like showed that you were okay and you were ready to you know embrace her and let her know that everything was okay she wouldn't push nudge move nothing and she would sit and she would watch and she would wait for you she would not move to go play or do anything else anything else until you let her know that you are okay and everything is okay like she would literally stay pretty much like in hiding and then once you called her then she would go back to her normal regular self and play around and do whatever and it took her two months to figure out that it was her canines and she now learns how to play with us without actually nipping or biting or hurting us in any shape or form if she was really an attacker if she was that type she's a freaking pit bull she know how to latch on and not let go like come on and then when he was just going in it was just making me so mad i really just wanted to turn around and spaz so bad but it took the adult in me it took the adult in me, not the mental illness in me. It took the adult in me to really tell myself, just breathe, Lynette. You got this. You spent four days off the property to get yourself mentally ready and, and to fight whatever else is coming this way. So just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, and keep pushing. But I just wasn't going to let him keep talking about her like that. And I had to let him know, like, I would really appreciate it if you stop talking about my dog that way. Because one, you don't know her. And two, if you were to watch any of my YouTube videos that she is in, you're going to see she's just this big, playful dog. Like, there's nothing aggressive about her. Her bark is louder than her bite. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that her bite wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Because she is a pit. But I'm just saying, not by choice. More by if you, you know what I'm saying, caused it to have to be that way. Um, Because she is very protective of us. I will say that she is, especially of Lyrical. 
because she's the baby so she's very protective like and she's very protective like very protective um but koa is a big baby at heart she's a freaking baby like she's a spoiled diva like that dog is spoiled the damn dog gives you hugs like a human she literally puts one paw on one shoulder the other paw on the other shoulder and then she puts her head on one side of your shoulder to give you an actual hug but when i say she puts the paws on each shoulder she puts them like in the back of your shoulder to push you towards her to embrace you and then she puts her head on the other shoulder so that she can actually hug you and when she does that then she nibbles at your ear because that's her way of kissing you she knows not everybody likes kisses in the mouth and before she even goes to give you kisses in the mouth she'll put her head back and she'll look at you to see if you're gonna move your face or not like come on don't be talking about my boy baby like my poor baby's an attack dog because my baby's far from one that was just making me so mad now i need to find another doctor that'd be willing to help me get koa um as registered as a emotional support dog because i can't get rid of her there's no way like she's a part of our family like she is a part of our family and yeah she's a part of our family so it's just not gonna happen i mean it's not gonna happen that's like that's like asking me to get rid of skit or demonoid the hedgehogs i don't really deal with skit and demonoid like i don't hold them i talk to them um they sit next to me all day every day and they always come towards me in their bins um because they know that i'm always right next to them so like whenever i'm here i always see them hear them scraping towards the bin where i am and then i'll look over and i'll be like hey you're up whichever one it is it's up and i'll talk to them um i'm not a big petter of the hedgehogs because if i feel like if they prick me by accident i'm gonna get pissed i'm gonna punch them so i'm trying not to <laughs> i'm trying not to you know what i'm saying i gotta wait till i get my anger down a little more out of you know to control so i talk to them and they know my scent because i do put my hand towards their nose so they know my scent and they know my voice but i just don't hold them like they if they're on the bed and i'm on the bed then yeah they come towards me i'm cool mode but i don't really pick them up um but i wouldn't get rid of them they're part of the family like they are supposed to be nocturnal they're not supposed to be day animals they're supposed to sleep during the day and be up at night but because they're so part of our family that whenever we're up and they sense and they smell us they come out they come out they come out to be out with us you know what i'm saying they'll take their naps throughout you know the day but they'll come out to be out with us when they really want to come out they'll really scrape at the bins to kind of let us know hey we want to be out there with you um and we'll take them out you know we'll take them out for a walk bev i love taking them outside they love going out for fresh air um so like it's like getting rid of them i wouldn't get rid of them either because they're part of the family like i'm just saying i can't do that i mean that'd be messed up especially like the kids can't take another loss like that they already lost max and bella i mean that's just way too much biff i still holding on to that one she's still we still talk about it every once in a while like she she really still feels that loss so imagine if she would have to lose another one that'd be way too much for her and she's already dealing with a lot as it is like she already talks about how she needs to go to the hospital but she can't go to the hospital because she can't leave me alone because i can't do everything by myself and the kids you know and that's not fair so if our environment would have been better she would already been able to be at the hospital get on the right meds because the meds that she's on isn't working 
and she wouldn't feel like she's about to have a nervous breakdown. I would be in a better mental health headspace. The only one that's actually doing okay right now, not really, I mean, okay school-wise, is Booger. He came home with all A's, and his progress report is actually saying that he's um, progressing. He's working really hard on being more organized, on um, keeping his things together. Um, he's making a step at um, following, you know, uh, what's the word that they use? It's not about organization, but he used to just like do things his way in his steps which kind of always amounted to everything being everywhere so i um he's following i guess you could say like the proper steps now so because of the autism and the odd combined together he would have a difficult time um how can i put it like doing what they said because he just with the odd wants to do what the ODD wants to do and the autism has his its own way of doing it too so things should be done a typical way that normally almost everybody does it and Booker would have like his own way and you'd be like how does that make sense but in his head it would make sense sometimes it would be a little more complicated or sometimes it would just be like where does that make sense at all but it'd just be he just went do it because his ODD or his autism some one of the two played a part in it and now it's he's actually like I guess following the proper and correct ways of doing it and since he's now you know following the proper and correct ways of doing it it's helping him stay more organized but I was so happy when his report card came because at the old school yeah his report card was definitely not what it should have been his grades were not definitely what it should have been the school has started well and i don't know what happened went downhill but at this school that he's at now i think he's progressing because it's all boys in his classroom and then it's all male teachers except for one which is a female but i also think i like it because instead of the kids being the ones that actually uh rotate classrooms it's the teachers that rotate so this avoids there being any altercations within the hallways. It avoids there being any possibilities of any students having any problems with any other students. I mean, these are kids that were already pretty much, you know, kicked out of school. And you want to give them a chance to return back to, you know, the regular school systems. You're not trying to put them in a setting where they're constantly, you know, getting into trouble. So the way this school does it is instead of the students being the ones that rotate the classrooms, the teachers are the ones that rotate. So the students constantly stay within their room with their same pair of professionals. So just that the head teacher changes. Um, and he has all except for one teacher. And I think he said that was social. I don't remember what class she taught, but she was just a female and everybody else were male. Uh, he kind of likes that. Um, I think it works out too because at home we're all females and you know he's pretty much the only male um so lovey's in and out in and out in and out typical story but um yeah so it works out for for him it's been working out for him really good he's like the only one in that sense of the word in that aspect that's been doing really good at home he's doing better about picking up after himself which i can tell that they're working on that in school um because now he's he's working a lot better at not leaving his trash at the table or not leaving his trash in the bed which he was really good at I don't know what had I don't know which condition had anything to do with that or if that was just him being a boy, but Lord have mercy, I used to have to yell at his behind for constantly having whatever he ate around the darn bed on the floor. Like, dude, there's a garbage can, you know, pick the stuff up and throw it out. I don't know if anybody else had any problems with their kids on that, but again, I don't know if it has anything to do with one of the conditions or if it's just him being a boy, because he's the only boy that I got. 
So I don't know if it's a boy thing, but I know that it just irritates my soul. It irritates my soul when I be like, Watson, did you just eat? Da, 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 da? Yeah, mommy. So why is it da, 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 on the floor? Oh, I forgot to throw it out. Or I threw it out. So why am I looking at it? I don't know. What you mean you don't know? <laughs> you obviously didn't throw it out. But he's he's working on his stuff. So like, only thing I don't like is. He keeps his feelings and his emotions in. So if he's frustrated about something, he won't speak on it. If he's angry about something, he won't speak on it. Like, we really have to have, like, a session session. Like, somebody had to have been frustrated or something in order for the talking to happen. He just won't just talk. That's the only thing I don't like. But outside of that, he's... His school is, is, is doing an awesome job. They're really doing an awesome job working with him and I definitely appreciate that because it's making life a lot easier with him at home um, even him and Beva are communicating a lot better they're still arguing don't get me wrong they don't argue as much as they used to so there's not as many wars in my house as there were before the arguments are now with him and the little one he keeps forgetting she's three. You're 13. Why are you arguing with a three-year-old? Like, dude, you're a teenager. But then again, we keep forgetting, yeah, he's 13, but he has OED, ADHD, like, autism, and XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. So his mind frame is not caring or registering that she's three years old. It's only carrying or registering whatever it is that she's doing at the moment. And I kind of think that Levy has a point when he says that in a way he low-key kind of resents her. Because he was the baby at one point and he had everything done for him. We stopped doing everything for him because you're old enough now to do everything on your own. And we still do everything for her. So we feel like a lot of the arguments because... He low-key resents the fact that she took over his spot and he wants his spot back but he can't get it because he's too old and he doesn't see that it's because he's too old not because of her because everything that she does he gets bothered by it, no matter what it is she says boo he's like oh lyrical stop dude you do the same thing where do you think she got it from <laughs> from you like, she wants to be like her big brother. He doesn't see none of that. He just sees her as an annoying little sister. But it's siblings also. So I'm just happy that the wars are not as much as they used to be. That's a definitely big plus. But, um,. Yeah, your environment plays a big part, and it was a good thing I got off the property for a while. I needed it. I needed to see something different. It was nice going to the park with the kids and watching them play. It was nice to DoorDash. Um, it definitely was, because it gave us opportunity to see different parts of down here that we wouldn't have seen. Nice houses. besides the fact that it just gave us places to go like and it gave us something to do while we made some money i pretty much made half of the rental back which was a plus i guess you could say um but environment plays a big part so make sure that your environment has what you need to thrive mentally um Especially if you deal with depression and other things that require you to have a certain type of environment so that you can thrive. Make sure your environment has that positive energy that you need. And if you don't have a support system, that's okay. Be your own support system. Like, I have to be my own support system. 
and it's possible it's doable i mean it's not the most reasonable to be honest with you it really isn't the most reasonable um but it is definitely definitely doable like it's okay to not have someone i mean it's more desirable to have someone there yes it's easier when you have someone there um it's a lot easier but then again you can always have someone there that really doesn't know what they're saying or what they're doing and make matters worse um so in that case it's better not to have someone there but if you don't have that support system be your own support system be your own cheerleader write yourself positive notes put them up put them up wherever you look at put them up that that wall that you always look at or that nightstand that you always look at wherever that direction there's always a direction that we always have that we always look at <clears throat> i don't know if i'm the only one but i can't not be the only one there's always a spot in your room or in your house wherever you spend the majority of your time at that you always look at that you're always staring at or that you always just glance over to or I don't know for some reason always catches your eye there's something there that always catches your eye well in that same particular area that always catches your eye place those positive notes you know I laminated mine I didn't have actual I didn't take out my lamination machine so I just used um clear duct clear tape um I was gonna say duct tape uh and I just covered it that way so that they don't get messed up. And the majority of the time I'm at my desk, so they're facing literally right in front of me. And there's constant reminders of, I'm cheering myself on. I'm cheering myself on. I'm pushing myself forward. I'm not gonna let myself fall backwards. I'm not taking no backward steps. If I'm falling, I'm falling forward. And then I'm getting up and I'm dusting myself off and I'm gonna keep on pushing. But be your own cheerleader do not be afraid to cheer for yourself do not be afraid to support yourself just because there's no one else around there to do it for you doesn't mean that you cannot do it for yourself i do it for myself every single day i do it for myself all day long if I didn't, I wouldn't be here today. If I didn't, I wouldn't be here right now. It's a hard struggle. Like, it's it's not an easy walk in a park. You know what I'm saying? When you don't have no support. But it's even harder when you're not supporting yourself. We can't keep looking for other people to support us. And we're not our biggest fans. And we're not our biggest cheerleaders. Like, we have to first be our biggest fan and be our biggest cheerleader and our biggest supporters before we can even find somebody else to support us. I don't know who needed to hear that. I don't even know where that came from. But for some particular reason, it was just on my heart and I needed to say it. So I hope it resonates with whoever needed to hear it. And and I hope it helps. And if you really, really, really need someone to root for you, I'm right here. I'm, I'm literally just an email away. For real. I'm literally just an email away. And I'm on Telegram. If you have Telegram, I was thinking about creating a Telegram chat. I'm still not sure yet, but I am on Telegram. Lynette Hernandez, you can find me on there if you need to chat. And you don't have anybody else to chat with and you really need someone to talk to. You can email me. You can hit me up on telegram you can dm me you can contact me however it is that you need to contact me and i'm right here with you okay you're not alone you don't have to walk whatever path you're walking by yourself i'm definitely here with you um Oh, I did want to say before the other podcast got messed up when I was recording the other live. For some reason, I'm really nauseated right now. Um, 
I had taken the four days off, right, when I was doing time with the kids, and I didn't go on the no social network, and I wasn't looking at no social media or anything. I was literally just plugged off, and I finally went back on on Monday, and I re- <laughs> I realized that on my parenting and mental illness page, I had a new follower that I know. A new follower that I know. Sorry, you guys. I feel real nauseated. A new follower that I know that I'm not understanding why they're following my page. When the last message that they told me before they were blocked from my phone were not nice words and definitely not a nice message. Um, I was pretty much told that my wound was rotten. And that my kids were, they were like mentally retarded and she really just went in on me and my kids. And for those who follow and who know the story know that I have no contact with anyone in reality um in my family except for like two particular people actually now it's one because no it was two um people it was three before um the other one I haven't spoken to but um they follow my page and they are actually my egg donor's best friend And I find this to be very ironic because this person did not have the best relationship with their son. They also have one child. And they also don't have the best relationship with their child either. Uh, Their child also has a lot of things going on. I don't know if they're in denial about it. I don't know. I, I stay out of people's business. I just remember some stuff that my egg donor had told me about the situation. Um, But my egg donor used to try to play the medium middleman between them two. And, you know, help. So, I sat here. I remember when I got that text message, I was so pissed off. Because, first of all, she never had my phone number. So, I know my egg donor gave her my phone number that day in order for her to text me. So, she took it out of her busy schedule to text me, to put me down. Call me all types of things. Call me out my name, not the one that my mother gave me. And say so many things about my wound and my children when you barely know my children but anyways had so much to say and now it's following my page now I already know that they're following my page to be nosy I already know that's what it is um and personally I really don't care I just find it hilarious that You have your own fish to fry, but you're worried about somebody else's fish and how they're cooking it. Like, your grass isn't any greener than the one on my side. So it would make more sense to take care of your lawn before you worried about somebody else's lawn. Because... The only people that genuinely know whatever transpired between, unless they've seen it or heard it or have been there, are the woman and I. And a couple of other people that have witnessed or know things that, again, have seen things or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you. And it's so conveniently that some people just forget things. It's so convenient that people just, you know, oh, that never happened. 
that never existed or that never occurred like oh really it didn't happen it didn't exist it didn't occur okay i mean i don't know what she plans to find on my buried a mental illness page but by all means file it if you like if you need the extra help then hey by all means get it because i always said you weren't tight wrapped too tight but it is what it is um or should it be the other way she's wrapped way too tight it needs to be loosened up some i don't know but i just find i uh, found it to be very ironic because it was kind of like hey universe do you find this funny because i really don't like i've stayed away i've stayed under the radar thus far until my ex-husband found my phone number and started harassing me and then i had to block those numbers and then he had my his aunt call me and tried to harass me and then i had to politely explain via text message and block that number like i'm just trying to live my life keep my kids safe including their mental health and get on our feet literally if i'm able to get on mine again and actually utilize them better than just walking a couple of feet and then having to sit down hey i will give thanks to the almighty all day every day but for now i'm just trying to keep myself and everybody else that listens and accounts on me accountable to, to be here every single day to be in the space that we're in every single day and to try to make the space that we're in as better as possible because you can't keep trying to fix what's broken if you're using dried up glue it's not gonna work can't beat a dead horse if it's already dead can't teach no dog new tricks i mean i can come up with some more but i think y'all got the point so if my trial and error can help somebody else out there and it can get them quicker to the end of their road without having to have so many obstacles then hey baby i'm gonna tell you what i done did and what i didn't do i'm gonna I'm take you on that ride with me and hey Hopefully, you ain't got to have so many obstacles, you know, and hopefully you don't feel alone while you're going through all your obstacles, and hopefully your obstacles won't be as difficult, you know what I'm saying, or as complicated, but yeah, trial and error sucks, but we all have to go through it, um, so yeah, so think that's about it i just wanted to make sure i did my live i wanted to catch y'all up on you know what we did while we was mia which i did already kind of do that on the update podcast but i kind of wanted to do it on the live too um talked about the environment and how important your environment is to keep your mental health you know safe um I don't care if that looks like lighting some candles. I don't care if you need to sage your space to cleanse out whatever you got going on. But let's get that going. Let's get that environment into a safe space so that those mentors have better opportunity to thrive and to succeed. Okay? Because, I mean, you could be doing everything, everything, everything possible. But your environment plays a major part in that okay a very major part it has been amazing talking with y'all today um it really has i definitely appreciate for anybody who's listened in i'd also appreciate if y'all would follow follow the podcast follow the podcast check out the blog life for the single parent mental illness dot blog shoot me an email if y'all want to have a certain topic or if y'all have questions concerns whatever the case may be or again you need support it'll be lynette l-i-n-e-t-t-e-h at life as a single parent mental illness dot blog um or parenting with mental illness wait can't give y'all that one that one actually 
is not even logged in life as a parent mental illness at gmail.com um what's the other thing I am still in need of case study volunteers for my coaching um certification so again if anybody's interested email me to the email that I just stated hold on boo boo email me to the email that I just stated Lynette H at life as a single parent mental illness dot blog or life as a parent mental illness at gmail.com um yeah so hope you guys have a wonderful blessed rest of your day don't forget to make today count (coughs) and make yesterday jealous see y'all